everybody! Hi, guys! Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah... It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And, well... It's our 300th episode. 300th episode, Dan. 300 of these we've done. Which is mind-boggling. Our minds happen to be boggled, currently. And now, now, individually, neither of us is at 300. But the show's at 300. The show's at 300. We're both at, like, <laughs> 290s. Probably. Clearly. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, but now th- there's the addition of uh, some video. It's, and we've added video. Okay, let me, let me oh, tell you boy. something, ladies and gentlemen. We promised uh, uh, many moons ago that if once we hit a certain Patreon donation level, our lowest Patreon donation level, yeah. we would add video to this yeah. thing. And we are. And we've done it. We've done it. We built a set. Yeah. Uh, which, if you if, if you're listening to us right now, if all you if all if the only sensory experience of Frank and Dan that you are having at this moment, yeah, is audio. Let me tell you something. You can go onto the onto the internet internet the worldwide oh, yeah. interwebs. Oh yeah. You type in uh, the YouTube's. Uh, look for user TGI atheist. So you can just type in youtube.com slash TGI atheist. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And boom, you'll see us. Oh, my God. We're waving at you right now. Hey! Uh, And 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 it's only going to get better, too. Yeah. Right now. This is the first time we're doing it. We have one camera set up in the corner. Yeah. And there's just, we're just going to be adding more detail. Nuance. More sophistication. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to get sexier. It's going to be really good. Frank's going to start taking off clothes. So it's a good time. Yeah, gym membership comes first. Yeah, yes, yes. That's, well, now uh, that we're on camera, we think we might be able to write off our gym membership. Who knows? <laughs> These are the. Does it, is there? Are there any? Is there anybody out there who's a who's a uh, yeah a, a podcast savvy uh, uh, accountant? Who can say? Who can say? Who can say? Uh, yeah, but you first have to have a gym membership to be able to write it off, Dan. Well. Yeah, and and that's, that's that's where I stop. That's all I'm. That's all I'm. That's that's say where my stuff that one right there ends. Uh, Dan, yes, sir. I got a story. You better. That's our job. <gasps> where to start? Um, I'm going to start with a little bit of an update of sorts, but in a different country. Oh yeah. Okay. We've talked. We talked a while back ago about the robot priest that was giving <laughs> blessings. Yes. Right. In German. Germany. Right. Yeah. 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 It was in Germany. Uh, they set the thing up, and it was terrifying. You it remember was, this, first right? First of all, what we're like talking about, hands. we're talking about the ugliest robot you've ever seen. Like, no design went into <laughs> no. this at all. It was like all squares, all boxes. Yeah, and it was clearly a, more of a science fair. Like, if you, know, you made a robot project. as a 12-year-old <laughs> uh, and spray-painted it metal colors, but then, like, yeah. put a little screen on the front, it looked, your robot as a 12-year-old looked as good as, as this priest robot. Priest well, bot. I think we talked a little bit at that time about how the Japanese would not be outdone. Oh, well, and they indeed. are not being outdone. Oh, good. Uh, there is now a <laughs> Buddhist priest bot uh, <laughs> named Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> I really like so, that name. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway... Um, yeah, it's part of the uh, life-ending industry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The life-ending? Life-ending industry is what it's been designed for. The, Does that Pepper have a sword? No. Does it's, Pepper shoot you? It's the, what they call the f- their funeral industry. Oh, okay. Right, their funeral. Sure. Homes. Anyway, it's been designed for that setting. And what? Pepper uh, is able to chant Buddhist chants. <laughs> I saw some video of him ringing a, like a bell. He was like gonging something, right? Yeah. And then, sure. Uh, yeah, and they coded him to chant traditional Buddhist funeral prayers. And Pepper has done other things prior to this. This okay. is not his first job. He used to he work. or it. She. Uh, I don't know. Pepper. Pepper has tried out being a store greeter. Okay, sure. Those poor people at Walmart. I mean... Losing out mm-hmm. due to automation. Yeah, right? so- sorry, Harvey. Uh, I'm afraid Pepper's taking over your job now. <laughs> you can go home. Oh, oh, oh no. Uh, home companion, marketeer. I don't know what that is. And also as a waiter, it's this cute little guy. Look how cute. Oh he is. yeah. Well, the Japanese are gonna make it cute. Yeah. 
Actually, uh, I in my in my sort of completely uh, culturally insensitive view of Japanese, like cute seems like the first thing they go for, and then they find the utility of the thing. Right. <laughs> well, and also, yeah, it, when this is standing over you with a knife, yeah, it'll well, be very cute. As it's killing you. It's a cute way to die. Yeah. It's a cute way to uh, die. Nonetheless, uh, there's a lot of potential here for some cost saving. Sure. Uh, they're suggesting that a robot-led funeral service uh, could cost about 50,000 yen okay. instead of the uh, $460 that it current... Or that... that I said that wrong. For 50,000 yen would be about forty four hundred sixty dollars okay. instead of the 240,000 yen. That a, that a human costs. Sure, sure. Humans right. humans cost more. It's just one of those things. Rent yourself a robot. Yeah. For a funeral. So there you go. Um, turn- it does feel like that's the worst time to have a robot. Like, yeah. it's the other Buddhist rituals where it's like, I don't need a person. For like, you know, lighting incense and telling me that there's no meaning in the universe. I don't need a person for that. Right. But like, for a funeral, kind of want a person. Yeah, and also I will say this. the voice The voice of this robot is pretty high-pitched and shrill. <laughs> and so it was like... <laughs> it was really not not what you're looking for. Maybe that's better. But Maybe um, that shrill voice sort of penetrates uh, the multiverse in a way that that you want. Yeah. It, yeah. Gets, it gets to all of the ancestors. It just, it just begs some very interesting questions about how far religious types will, will, will go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In, uh, and how important are priests really? <laughs> in the, in the if you can replace them, of, uh, yeah. Like I get replacing an auto worker with a robot. Mm. Like that makes sense to me. If it if it needs to just stick this part onto this thing, right? You can make a robot that'll do that. Yeah, but you know when it's like when it's life philosophy yeah. that you're replacing a human with a robot with, we might be in some trouble. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, I don't yeah know. there you go. Anyway, let's move on. I'm going to talk to you about, uh, I'm going to take us to India. Ah, Rotok, India, just outside of Delhi, a little ways outside of Delhi. Okay. Um, there have been riots in the streets, uh, violent protests, because a very popular uh, guru has been convicted of rape. Really? He was convicted of rape. He's been sentenced to uh, 10 years in prison. Uh, this is this is um, a man named... Well, here's what he calls himself. You ready? Dr. Saint Gurmeet Singh Ram Rahim Insan. Okay. Dr. Saint. I'm... I'm oh, okay. Just so you know. That's what it means. Well, no, that's... Wait, what? That's the first two parts of his name. Oh, I was focusing more on the... Dr. St. Gurmeet Singh Ram Rahim. St. Gurmeet It was all one thing. I heard doctor. I didn't hear saint. Okay. Saint is its own word. Okay. Uh, I I imagine those are... Dr. Saint. Those are the honorifics that he has chosen for himself. Uh, He's an interesting looking character. I'll I'll show you a a picture. Other people will have to look it up themselves. (laughs) But it's delightful. Or... Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah, so, I mean, this is a guy who is so popular that, like, he, I mean, he's done a few of his own, like, Bollywood-style videos or movies. Nice. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's big, um, and literally, it, it's caused such a stir that the, I mean, I say that there are riots and violent protests. Uh, let's see, 38 people dead. Hundreds I beg injured. your pardon. Really? Yeah. Okay. 38 dead because, because this... a, a rapist is going to jail. Whoa. But they assume he can't be a rapist because he is their spiritual leader. Whoa. That's... Or maybe they assume that these women that he raped should just uh, be okay with that. He is a spiritual leader. He's a spiritual, spiritual leader. Get to... They're lucky. They're lucky that they got to... They exist on a, on a higher plane. They got to be blessed by his uh, yeah. aggressive, violent... Uh, yeah, I don't think that's how uh, that no. works, Dan. No, it's definitely no. not. 
Uh, so he was. So was he trying to get like a little sex cult thing going on? I mean, or? you'd think he could get all the sex he wanted, but as we've learned, show me the picture again. That's well. I <laughs> let's not think about the picture. I mean, although sexy, the position, like his his authority, yeah. is what should be getting him. He's sexy a, times. He's got a big old smile on his face. He looks like a nice guy. Well, he's not, Frank. He's a convicted rapist. Right. right. I get that part. <laughs> but he looks like a nice guy. He could have Oh, he definitely. Gotten, well, I mean, the fact He looks like a nice is, guy. He's a mil, you know, he's a billionaire probably or a multi right. multi multi-millionaire. Right. He's got a whole franchise of of films in which right. he's starred. But let's also let's make sure that we're not confusing matters here. And talking about rape as though it's about sex. It's right. about power and control. Right. And, of course, spiritual leaders, spiritual leaders, like to engage in s- rapey times. And they of course, pr- that makes perfect sense. Actually, me. you know what? It does. Because, because they need to prove to themselves that they are important. And in control. And in control. Yeah. And, 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 that, well, that's and, why they and got superior. into the whole thing in the first place. Yeah. Right, because they wanted to have their own congregation, or they wanted to. It's true. Whatever. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, yeah. The, why like, does one become a priest? Because you like reading the Bible all the time. Right. Whoa. Oh, that hey, was a thing. Hey. So, uh, <laughs> so what we just did, uh, ladies and gentlemen, was looked over at the camera, yeah. which had an interesting little uh, what do you call it? Error an message. Error message. So we don't even know if we have video at this point. <laughs> we we really don't. No idea we, what we have. We, there may be video at times during the video. We this is going to be a really sexy video. It's going to be good. Uh, don't worry. It's still going to be there uh, some. There just may be some technical difficulties from time to time. From time to time. So we, ha- we were going to do some dry runs of this. We, were, we had all these plans, but we needed we to get up against a deadline. We needed to get video going well, by this, the This is what happens. Okay. This is what happens, Dan. Yeah. When you run up against a deadline... Yeah. And you don't test something out. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Where were we? I have no, we were talking about this Indian guy, but I feel like we got through it, basically. Oh, okay. So let's, uh, let's move on to your next thing. <laughs> okay. Dan. <laughs> yeah. Here's a headline. Okay. And it's, it's backed up by a study. Oh, well, good. By a survey, Dan. Sure, sure. Two-thirds of Americans admit they are sinners. <laughs> Only two-thirds? Two-thirds. Yeah, okay. These numbers break down in really, really fascinating ways. Because, like, I mean, you got to think that, like, at least three-quarters of Americans are Christians. And sort of one of yes. the basic tenets of Christianity is that we're all sinners, right? Yes. So but, some of them are Christianing wrong. Yes. Lifeway Research uh, put out a poll. Yeah, as they are wont to do. And... Uh, let me just let me just go to the results. Which of the following best describes you? Right? This is the question. Okay. Uh, and here were the possible responses. I am a sinner, and I work on being less of one. Okay. 34% of respondents said, sure. yeah, that's the best one. Sure. Um, I'm a sinner, and I depend on Jesus Christ to overcome sin. Okay. 28%. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, so that's where we're coming up with... Yeah, two thirds. Add those, those together. two together. Sure, two-thirds. sin does not exist. Ten percent. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am not a sinner. Eight percent. Huh. I am a sinner, and I am fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite category. Okay. Well, how many do you think? I don't know. Eight. Five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then this, I love those guys. This is my favorite. I prefer not to say. <laughs> Which is your favorite category. 15%. Just, I, I, I prefer not to just say. Just shut up. Why are you asking me this? You're making me very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'm not, not okay with this. I, I, I refuse. I, I will not confirm nor deny uh, that I am a sinner. Oh, my God. Uh, but the numbers break down in very interesting ways. Uh, people in the Northeast are more likely to be fine with being sinners than those in the South. Yeah. Uh, 9% versus 5%. Yeah. Uh, they're also more likely to say that sin does not exist at 14%. Do of... you think sin exists? Would you? How would you respond to that? No, because sin is a... It is it is a... It's a religious the, construct. It, it is a religious construct. And you have to be... Cons- I, I feel like you have to sin against a moral 
structure of some kind. Yeah, you got right? there, yeah, that's right. There's an object of sinning or something. Right. Or, or and, like, and you're 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 sinning at least in sort of again that Mormon Christian understanding of it, it would be you're you're sinning against God. You're yeah. violating God's yeah, rules. Yeah, you have to be violating somebody's rules. And it, those rules need to be sort of universal, and I don't right. buy that. So, yeah, right. I guess I don't believe in sin. I, I Yeah. I, I believe, believe in, in, in unethical behavior. Right. I believe in immoral behavior. Sure. I believe in antisocial behavior. Yes. Those I believe in. But I don't believe in sin. Sin? I mean, that's just... I but like now we're the getting, word. We're getting into semantics, but yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't, I we've don't believe... never had problem getting into semantics <laughs> yeah, before Dan, sure so. we'll dive right in we'll just dive <laughs> right on in uh nuns those of us with no religious preference sure uh are more likely to say that sin does not exist right 32 percent wait i want to meet the christians who believe that sin does not exist i know that would be nice but <laughs> nuns yeah are more likely 32 percent of course I, I think that's amazing 10 percent of nuns say they are fine with being sinners Right. While 27% say they work on overcoming their sins. 6% say they depend on Jesus to overcome sin. So nuns, this is, this is actually uh, uh, giving us a very interesting perspective into who the nuns are. Right. We like to think that nuns are probably mostly atheists. Well, but, some of this is that rhetorical problem. Because yeah. I could say, I get what the idea of sin is. I get what sin... Uh, like. Sin to me could mean uh, could mean all of these antisocial behaviors that I talk about. Like right. I could I could repurpose that word to my ends. Yes, uh, but I just don't. But right. like I could I could say yes, I'm a sinner by my own definition of what is and isn't okay in the world. Sure, by my own morality, right, or whatever. So I can see that some nuns would just keep that word yeah. and just sort of restructure. Maybe their, their thought of on it what is it means. possible. We, I mean, we've we've had the feedback from listeners that talk about liking the words uh, like spiritual. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and wanting to sort of reappropriate it for their own atheistic purposes. Yeah, uh, and so I could see somebody wanting to use the word sin. Yeah, and, and so, you know, but if, I I, and, I, and I would not... say here that this is a confusing use for me. Sure. Yeah, but, but you know, the other thing is that like if you grew up. In religion, you leave religion, but you don't bother to think about things like you're like you don't. This is not a present, a daily thought in your life. And somebody just yeah. pops up and asks you, hey, do you sin? You you could be like, yeah, I mean, like I my, my because the language that we learn for talking about morality is uh, is from our religion. That's that's where we first learn the language of yeah. that conversation. Right. And sin is like present in that conversation as we learn it so yeah. i can see how that could go yeah uh one last fun fact here Dan. yes uh more than half of respondents 57 percent yeah said it would be fair for god to show his wrath <laughs> god damn it it'd be fair it, i mean it would be fair hey fair enough he see he made the rules hey you're violating we the broke rules. them he also by the way made it so that we can't not violate the rules a uh, little sneaky on his part, if you ask me. He makes <laughs> right. the rules, and then he's like, he creates us in such a way that we are inherently going to violate them. Absolutely. Like, that's part of our makeup. Right. Uh, that, to me, is just bad engineering. That's just bad planning on his yeah, part. Yeah, I know. He's a jerk. It's God. But w what can you do? Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, you know um, Birmingham, Alabama? Ugh, home yes. of... The Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh. I'm going to just point that out. All right. That's um, a good thing there. SP, SPLC uh, is, a, is, a, is, is an organization that, among many other things that they do, one of the things that they do is they go ahead and they rate uh, organizations uh -huh. and uh, talk about, you know, if your group hates on the, the gays or the blacks or something, then you are, then they will designate you. A hate group. Oh, right. Yeah. And they're very careful about it, and they're very good about it, so they've become the gold standard of rating if groups. If you're a hate group or not. If you're a hate group or not. And uh, companies like uh, Amazon and, uh, and GuideStar USA, which, is a, which uh, apparently is a thing, they, they 
listen to the S the Southern Poverty Law Center SPLC, and they uh, and and won't and 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 sort of use use those guidelines, use those ratings to decide if they're going to let you participate in certain of their programs or what, ah, et cetera. Okay, et cetera. cool. Uh, well, there's a, a lawsuit happening. Lo- okay, yeah. J- the the D. James Kennedy Mi- uh, Ministries, uh, and and it's uh, it's a larger group, of the Coral Ridge Ministries Media Incorporation, uh, is suing the, uh, the the Southern Poverty Law Center for this designation. Uh, oh. They are saying that their First Amendment rights are being infringed on because they have the right to be dicks and uh and and still participate in in Amazon uh people Amazon is also named and GuideStar are also named as defendants uh, in the, in this wow. lawsuit. Okay. That's interesting. Because uh they they want to uh they they want to be able to to hate on the gays and yet still uh what they're saying is that they have the religious right. They're practicing their religion as they see fit. Mm. And they believe that they have the right to do so. One of the sacraments of their... Right. Yeah, exactly. Is is hate and queers. Uh, and, uh, and they believe that they, they, they have the right to do so without social consequence, apparently. Wow. Uh, not, no, not realizing, of course, that, yeah, you have the right to say it. No one's stopping you from saying anything. Right. All they're doing is deciding whether or not they want to associate with you or do business with you. Yeah. Uh... And they don't. <laughs> they do not want that. <laughs> so, uh, fuck off. I like oh, this. Um, that's amazing. Uh, Richard Cohen, of the, uh, the president of the SPLC, mm-hmm. uh, s- responded to this claim. He called it a meritless lawsuit and said, quote, We have a First Amendment right to express our opinions, just as Coral Ridge has a right to express its opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all they're doing. Yeah. They're looking at what you do and they're going, mm, yeah, yeah, we don't like that. Right. That's all. Freedom of speech. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's going after whose uh, freedom of speech? Who, here? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Good Lord. Um, well, Dan. Yeah. You know, when, 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 when the ladies get pregnant. They and, do that sometimes. And, and, and they go in, they, they, they have all their little checkups and whatnot. Uh-huh. What was the story of a couple in Pennsylvania? Okay. Uh, that went in for their sonogram. As they do. And not only was there the baby Uh-oh. in the sonogram. A gremlin. No. Jesus Christ. <gasps> Our Lord and Savior? He's in the background. He's kind of... Chilling, chilling inside he's, he's of hanging out. some lady's womb? Yeah, he's, he's hanging out in this womb. But there's the baby right there. <laughs> there's Jesus. And oh. let me tell you, it looks like there's a man in the womb. <laughs> just, I, I will not deny that fact. Just sort of it peering out. Very man-like. Very, in, you know... Now, they're seeing, like, yeah, it a looks crown like, of thorns and whatnot, and I don't see a crown of thorns. It looks like a guy sort of creepily staring at a giant baby. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> very creepy. Very. Uh, uh, the couple, though, uh, not a very religious couple, apparently, yeah. uh, but they are seeing it as Jesus because their first two kids, uh, one was born with two thumbs. Oh, my. And the other one was born with, like, a, a, a cleft palate oh right? Clef, uh, a, uh what did they cleft call lip uh, uh yeah a cleft palate yeah. yeah yeah where you have like the the cleft in your lip yeah. and everything and uh and so they're they've just been a little concerned about you know is this baby going to be healthy yeah and so they're very happy to, to see, see jesus, that jesus is over you know seeing this pregnancy personally yeah right he he's taken a personal interest that's good and uh so much so that he he forgot to hide when the cameras came out right (laughs) it does seem like now if this baby comes out with any birth defects jesus is just fucking with these people oh yeah at this point yeah like if if this baby comes out and and has you know a tail or some sort of thing at this point, they could just go, okay, we get it, Jesus. Yeah. Enough. Now, enough, Jesus. It's not funny anymore. I know. 
Um, I will <laughs> normally, I believe in sort of helping people out when you quote them, kind of clean up their grammar just a little bit, sure. just because you don't want to like make that an issue. Uh, however, I do think it's important for me to read this as it was written yeah. in this article. The, the husband, the father says, when I seen it, it almost brought tears to my eyes. Uh-huh. I was speechless. I just couldn't believe it. I really didn't believe it. What I was seeing. Uh huh. You shouldn't believe it. It's yeah. just what you're seeing is her pancreas. <laughs> you're seeing. I don't, I, I'm sure that a blob. Somebody would have said that. I mean, they've posted it. You know, on right. Facebook now, somebody surely would have been like, "Oh, honey, well, for anybody who's looked at a at a at an ultrasound, yeah, uh, you see all kinds of blobs and stuff, and human be the human mind is programmed to search for faces. Oh yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, we're good at it. Pattern so, recognition. It's one of the best things that our our brain does. Yeah, and specifically human faces. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we see stuff in clouds. Yeah, that's why. But go ahead. It's Jesus. Great. You got Jesus in your womb. (laughs) Good for you. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to take us to uh, another another poll, Um, a poll of uh, United States voters um, who who uh, have been polled by the public uh, public policy polling. Um, And it's a poll that asked. Basically, or, or or at least for our purposes, two questions. Who'd you vote for? Hmm. And what's the religious group facing the most discrimination in these United States? Ah. <laughs> I don't think any of our listeners are going to be surprised yeah. by, uh, by the matrix that comes up. Okay. Uh, for instance, Hillary Clinton's voters, uh, 77% of them believe that Muslims are the most uh, discriminated against. Hmm. Uh, Gary Johnson's voters, 53% of them believe that it's Muslims, 7% believe it's Jews. Um, but if you look at Donald Trump's voters, they don't dare say. 54% of them, 54%. No, they can't. Believe that Christians are the most discriminated against religion. No. In these United States of America. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I mean, even 8% of Hillary's voters thought that it was christians people what the fuck are you thinking what the f- what, what's what, wrong with you what could possibly be driving it yeah i mean gary johnson's voters uh yeah 27 percent believe that it's christians even yeah 10 percent of jill stein's voters 24 percent of people who voted for someone else believe that it's christians <laughs> oh, I, uh, mr else he's he's really good uh-huh I, uh, most of them uh, very probably very accurately uh, said Muslims. Most of most of humans in this country said it was Muslims. Good. At least there's that. Yeah. Uh, when you when the baseline, uh, you got forty nine percent saying Muslims, eight percent saying Jews, and then because everybody's an idiot, twenty nine percent of every respondent to this thing said it was Christians. Oh my god. In this country. In this one. No, but I mean, they're saying that this persecution is happening here. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not, the we're not Christians talking about like this the country. Copts of Egypt. We're not talking right. about that. Clear, clearly, it is the Christians. Yeah. In that case. Yeah, Donald Trump's voters don't know that there are Copts in Egypt. They don't understand yeah, that no, that's a... know what Copts are. That's not a real... That's not a thing in their minds. Oh, my God. Uh, if you look at just sort of party d- affiliation... Democrats, uh, 10% of Democrats believe that Christians are face the most discrimination, whereas 70% of Democrats believe that it's Muslims. Hmm. When you look at Republicans, yeah, 53% of Republicans believe that Christians are, man, get down off of your crosses, kids. Uh, you know, actually, I think I'm going to take a different tact here. Yeah. Uh, 50, only 53%. That's encouraging, actually, <laughs> right? Because Christians are just so fucking persecuted they, oh, as part of their narrative. Their life is so hard. It's so hard to be a Christian. So I'm, I'm encouraged by that number. Yeah. I was going to say it, Dan. Uh, well, good. 
Well, good. I that that that's heartwarming that you think that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you believe that uh, there's that someone that you're the most persecuted Christian on the face of the planet, <laughs> or anything else, write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave a voicemail message. The telephone mm-hmm. number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It's a closed group. Yes. But we will let you in. Probably. <laughs> Hey, Frank. Yes, Dan. Uh, you remember that? Are you aware that right now that there, there's a horrible tragedy happening somewhere in this country? <laughs> and that somewhere is Texas? Yeah. And that tragedy is Hurricane Har- Harvey? Is Harvey. What, Harvey? Yep. Oh, Harvey. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why. I think I used the name Harvey earlier. Maybe that's why that name was yeah, on my mind. Yeah, probably. It's, it's, it's yeah, affecting it's, it's, everything. Yeah, uh, it's one heck of a storm. Yeah, I will well, say that. Uh, do you know who didn't stop it? Jesus. Uh, he doesn't do that. He does, though. And That's Brian not... Fisher is going to tell us all about it. So, okay. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear what he has to say. I have seen. Now, over in Luke uh, 8, we're told that when they uh, awakened Christ, they referred to him as Master twice. Master, Master, we are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and they ceased, and there was a calm. And the disciples talking among themselves said, Who then is this that he commands even winds and water, and they obey him? Well, that's what our brothers and sisters and our friends and our American citizens are facing along the the Texas coast. They are facing danger, life-threatening danger. We are perishing, the disciples said, from the winds and the water, and yet we read here that the winds and the water will obey a command that is uttered in the name of Jesus Christ. And I want us to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray aggressively, and I, I, I want to make it clear that I have no directive from God that this is going to do the trick. I'm not saying that. I'm praying a prayer of faith. We're going to take authority over this storm in Jesus' name. We're going to rebuke this storm. In Jesus' name, and all the demonic activity that might be behind it. Remember, Satan came to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. His energy could be behind this storm, just as his energy may have been behind the storm that threatened the life of Christ and his disciples uh, back in the days of his incarnation. So I invite you to pray with me. Let's pray aggressively. Let's pray with authority. And we will always, as we always do when we pray, we will defer to the sovereign will of God. Remember the prayer of the leper. If you are willing, you can make me clean. And that's the the spirit of faith with which we pray. If, Lord Jesus, you are willing, you can calm the wind and still the waves again. So let's uh, let's go to prayer together. Uh, Well, I'm glad Brian Fisher's on the job. And then he goes on to pray on the show. And what's brilliant about that is that, like, their their video sticks on him for all of what we just heard, and then it cuts to like a wide shot of the whole studio. Oh yeah, and he's praying, and the guy sitting next to him—I don't know if it's a co-host or if it's a guy that they cut to—he's in front of a mic too. Okay, is 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 just sort of chilling for a minute, and then after a while, he just starts clicking on his mouse and he starts doing other things in the middle of this uh, this, this prayer. Prayer, yeah. This that may be why it didn't work. That may be that guy's lack like, of faith. No buy-in, you know. Will may be the reason why Houston is underwater right well, now. Well, no, I mean Brian Fisher says right in there that uh, you know this this may not work. But he also God says God didn't tell him to do this. He says that they have a p- authority over the winds and the waves. Brian, which is it going to be? Because he's not the only guy that thought of this praying thing. I think a couple other people may have thought of it. And yet, it didn't work. Your magic did not work, uh, Brian. God. What about, you know... Get your the, act together, will you? The, the wicked people of uh, Houston and just 
you know, Texas in general, I guess, you know, I like, guess it just, what, why, that's why, what it points why are out. we not, you know, these people pointing out that this is, this is a problem of their wickedness. Obviously that's their whole line. Yeah. I did see one guy who's, who, who like tweeted out that a tree in Austin had fallen mm-hmm. blocking the road to an abortion clinic. So clearly all of this death and destruction was so that temporarily people couldn't get to the abortion clinic. There was a baby that needed to be born that. <laughs> there was a baby that needed later. saving. Quick, send a hurricane. <laughs> That's the idea. That'll work. Who knows, Dan? Maybe it was like, you know, the you know, the second coming. Maybe it's the new messiah. Well, maybe it's, or maybe it's the, the antichrist. Here's what you got. Born. You, you got God gets involved in all these things. You got the sun being blocked from the sky one week and then uh every and then just drowning all of the coast of texas right the next week right so yeah uh yeah i so think we have like a clockwork uh uh celestial, celestial event occurrence and we have the uh, a result of uh man's impact on the climate one of the most devastating natural disasters uh we've seen Right. In a good long It's like a, a cuckoo cuckoo storm. Yeah. Cuckoo storm. Just, I right. think I think uh for those who are who whose lives are imperiled, uh I think Calling cuckoo, cuckoo may cu- not be cuckoo's exactly the word they're looking for. Well It is cuckoo. It's a cuckoo storm. Th- their internet's not working right now. So <laughs> they don't know. They, can't, they don't know they what can't we hear said us saying this. You know. And, yeah. and, and you know what? We're also not in a position of being uh you know we're not sort of you know mourners in chief or no uh comforters in chief either that 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 are you abdicating your your responsibility right now franklin no, no. but that 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 of course goes to uh one donald trump that's donald his, john trump uh that's his responsibility and he's boy, doing he's, such a great job he's on the job too doing a bang up so job thank god there. for trump thank god for for brian fisher this thing is being handled yeah being handled appropriately mm. in the most Christian way possible. Indeed. Good for them. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to move on. We got some uh, some folks wrote into us uh, about things. You know, we talked about genealogy a bit ago. Those Mormons did, and their yeah. genealogy. Uh, Steve wrote in and said, hey, guys, I just wanted to share a tidbit on the genealogy topic. My wife and I did the 23andMe thing. That's oh, one of those yeah. uh, swab your cheeks mm-hmm. and send it in and find out. What where, your, what where, your, where your people come What from. your genes are made of. Yeah. Uh, mine are made of denim. Uh, he says, uh, and found out that we are distant cousins, he and his wife. Uh, not a big deal. We're both from this area, so it wasn't a shock to find out that we have some common ancestry. But we got curious as to who those ancestors may have been. So we started digging and traced our families back to the 1700s, and we found nobody we had in common. It apparently happened between the sheets, but not on paper. <gasps> I, uh, I've always heard, he says, Mama's baby is Papa's maybe. <laughs> I've never heard that one. I thought that was delightful. But that is funny. It wow. was fun looking at the old photos, but I can't swear I'm actually related to all those people. Indeed. Indeed. Wow. It, is a, uh, it is an inexact science. Yeah. The, uh, the genealogy searching. Oof. Uh, we had multiple people write in about uh, this topic. Uh, oh. Uh, you and I talked about Michelle Bachman and her uh, her new ministry to the UN and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, hey, hello, Frank and Dan. I was listening to your podcast, and Dan kept referring to Michelle Bachman as a former senator. She is most assuredly not a senator, or she was most assuredly not a senator, but rather she was a hateful representative screech owl from Minnesota's oh, sixth yeah. district. Yeah. She sullied my state's reputation for six years, and I will always hate her for it. Respectfully, someone calling themselves t- Tank and Beans. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck ever. Thanks, Pat. She's still a crackpot. Yeah. She's, she was a Looney Tunes in Washington. Yeah. I did. But yes, I, uh, I most respectfully uh, admit that I got that wrong. You, you, yeah, you, you honored her with a, with, yeah, a I wrong ma- I made title. her slightly more, more important. important than yeah. she was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James also wrote into us to say, hey, guys, long time listener, first time emailer. I believe you guys gave Tommy Monson, uh, that's the president of the LDS Church, and and company way too much credit in regards for their support of the Love Loud Festival. 
this is to remind our people, uh, this was the, the, the LDS church came out in favor of, and even financial support of uh-huh. a f- uh, festival that all of the, all of the, uh, the money went to LGBT homeless youth. Yeah. Um, a good and, cause. And we thought, Hey, that was neat yeah. of them to do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he, the, uh, James goes on to say, uh, freedom, uh, he said, uh, he said, remember, sorry, remember like two months ago when the LGBTQ Youth Center was yanked from Provo's America, America's Freedom Festival Parade last minute? Even though the church wasn't responsible for it, they got a black eye from it. Uh, and guess who was allowed to march in the parade? As guess who was allowed to march in the parade? The church. I'm fairly certain that their support of this festival is just a reaction from that and not a genuine support of the LGBTQ community. Why else would they make their support so vocal and public? Keep up the great work. Uh, James, I'm going to have to quibble with you. It doesn't matter why they did it. Yeah. It matters that they did it because they didn't have to. Right. They didn't take any black eye from that, even if they had. Right. Uh, The fact that they supported this thing is amazing and crazy. I, and I'm going to give them props. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I will always call the LDS Church out on their shit, on their nonsense. Yeah, yeah, and, and we will continue to do so. And we will continue to do so. They got Absolutely. plenty of it. They didn't buy us off. No, no. There's plenty <laughs> they of nonsense. Bought off neon trees, but they, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> they didn't buy us off. But uh, which you know, I mean, if they wanted. We could talk about a price. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we're buyable. <laughs> you kidding me? We will go there, off there the is air. A dollar amount. We we will become show. a pro a pro LDS <laughs> podcast in a heartbeat for the right money, and you guys will know what happened too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If we're suddenly like right here, this is this is the moment. Yeah. This is how you know. Yeah. We are one hundred percent buyoffable. One hundred percent. We do not have morals. Oh, shush, Dan. Uh, hey, but you know what we might have? Someone to oh, thank? We might have some uh, new supporters some on people. Patreon. Uh, yeah. Uh, in fact... And by the way, if you're seeing video of us right now, it's because of our patrons. It's because it's, it's a direct result of the direct support that we've result. received from them. And we wanted to do it for the 300th, too. Yeah. Which is why... We didn't test it fully. Which before. is why, yeah, there there may be some tech problems, but it'll that that will all be resolved. All right, uh, we have two new uh, supporters. Uh, we have Evan, who's a new faithful listener. Bless so you. thank you, Evan, and Eric, who is a beatified listener. Oh, now, well, so we thank you guys. I do the sign of the cross to you and, and a circle, Angela and a square. Yes. Continues as our Lord and Savior. Oh, Lord and Savior Angela. The Archangela herself. In nomine Angela, e Angela, e Spiritus Angela. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Oh, Frank. Oh, Dan. 300 uh, episodes of Thank God I'm Atheist. Good Lord. We've been... Who would have predicted that? Uh, not me. I'm pretty pretty sure I, I was... I, I thought we'd fizzle after four. Uh, yeah, I was surprised <laughs> when, we were, when we sat down and did the second. I have to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was like, oh, we'll, we'll try this. We'll do this. We'll see. It'll be fine. Eh, it'll... Probably won't take. Yeah. We'll just try it out and see. You know, we'll put it out there. No, I think if I remember correctly, we had a moment where we looked at each other and we were, we were just like, we're either doing this or we're not. Yeah. Like, if we're doing this, then we just need to commit. And I think in the early days, we had like a fixed date and time. Didn't we get that figured out really early? Like... That this is this is the night of the week. Yeah, because it was always in the evening back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. You'd show up after my my work day was done. That's right. And so it was. We just it was show up late, and we'd go into the studio at my old work. Yeah, and we'd record, and then we got kicked out of there. Yes, because people felt like I was overusing the facilities. 
Nobody else was Fuck using it. Shut shit. up. Fuck that shit. That made me so mad. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that made me so mad. But anyway, um, and then uh, but and then we sort of uh, we got some of our own equipment, mm. and we borrowed some initially too. Like we didn't just we were, go out. Yeah, and, it was like, beg, borrow, and steal for a while. Some there, people were nice and lent us some microphones. That's right. And we, I don't even remember what we did for stands. How are we? <laughs> was it? It wasn't those things, was it? Eventually, yeah. Well, I yeah. We got to that. We had some. We. I mean, it was a. It was a ramshackle. Uh, uh, oh, thing. we were borrowing somebody's, like their uh, their stands. They they were. It was a musician, right? Yeah, that's what we were doing initially. Yeah. Anyway, this is all fascinating, riveting stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we we just kind of kept plugging away at it. We just kept working, and we we've had various different forms of the anniversary show. Mm. You'll notice, longtime listeners will notice that we are not drinking today. We are not drunk. Uh, uh so because. Although this might that's be a thing. this might be vodka in my glass, <laughs> you don't yeah, know. I'm sure, um, but we thought today that we would both share some thoughts on the 300th. Well, here's here's what I'm here's what I went for. Yeah, uh, I went for like what? Where are we at atheism wise? What what do we got mm. in terms of uh, what's what's the roundup of of who who are atheists? Lo, these many years later. Who are atheists? The, you know, we started. So uh, I went and did some research on some, uh, some, you know, some stats. Ah, yes, indeed. Um, so there was a big Pew uh, a demographic sort of study on atheists, a religious landscape study uh, oh, that, that, okay. that sort of gave us a sense of this was in uh, 2014. I think that this one was done. Uh, it gave us a good sense of, for instance... Percentage of atheists. Uh, what's what's the age breakdown? Ah, okay. Um, you and I are in the second largest category. Thirty to forty nine year olds make up thirty seven percent. Okay. Of atheism. Awesome. Forty uh, percent of atheism. The largest component of atheism is the young folks. These young folks, Good. eighteen eighteen to twenty nine year olds. Good. Are rocking and rolling. Good. And mind you, they've got two extra years on there because it's not the twenty to. 39 year Great. 29 year I don't care. Oh, but we're, yeah. These are not equal uh, segments, I'm noticing. I'm realizing. Uh, 50 to 64 year olds are 14%, and 65 and over are 9% of our community. Wow. So uh, okay. go retirees. Yeah. Let's hear it for the pensioners. Yeah. In our, in our group. Well, and that group will only get larger as our cohort. Yeah matures into retirement yeah and hopefully they'll have mm. cured death by then so we'll <laughs> stick around um I, I don't know if just more and more people piling up is such a great idea no that's not a bad that's, that's not a, a good really idea. bad idea but yeah. i want to live forever well, i don't want great. everybody to live forever just great. me oh okay um uh yeah the uh the gender uh composition of atheism is a little disturbing to me Sixty-eight percent men, hmm. and only thirty-two percent women. Hmm. I do not like that. Those are some good odds for me, though. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> not so much for the ladies looking for. I mean, for the for, for the men, straight men yeah. looking for. But uh, but gay men and women. If you're uh, atheist, if you're atheist, you, you can find a guy. The litter. You can find a guy. Uh, we uh, we straight men. <laughs> Uh, and lesbians may have a tougher time finding Ooh, finding yeah. a partner. Yeah, that's, oh. why, that's why I snatched mine up when I could. That was a good one. That was yeah. a good. That was a good choice on my yeah, part. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, racially and ethnically, uh, things break down thusly in these United States. White folks make up seventy eight percent of atheists. Okay. Uh, next right. next highest group is uh, is Latino. Uh-huh. Uh, but but mind you, the trends are good on this front. Um, uh, Latinos back in 2007, on, which is when they did a similarly large study, uh, Latinos made up five. Uh, no, yeah, five percent of atheism. Now it's ten percent. Um, uh, Asian people used to make up four percent. Now they're seven, hmm. and black folks holding fairly firm at three percent. And then, yeah. and then other, 
or mixed is uh, 2%. So that's interesting. Hmm. Uh, we are, uh, we, you know, we're, we need more diversity. We do need we more need, uh, the, We need to embrace the marginalized groups of our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to embrace the women. We need to embrace the people of color mm-hmm. uh, and, and reach out to them. Where are the homos on this whole thing? Homos did not get asked. They, I, I, don't, I don't think that this particular one delved into the uh, thing. Uh, that, makes me, that makes me crazy, Dan. Well, I want to yeah, know. I want to know, too. Seriously. But Pew left a big gap there. Yeah. I'm an important demographic, Dan. You're very important, Frank. We're, everybody, will, will you all please tell Frank how important he is? Oh, uh, here's the alarming one. I'm, and then we'll get to you and your stuff, because your stuff's all fun and whatever. The alarming one for me, belief in God among atheists. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense, Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, the Pew, the Pew Foundation decided, the Pew Forum decided to ask atheists... How much they believe in God. And here's what they did. Only 92% of atheists, of people self-identifying as atheists, said they do not believe in God. <laughs> that is remarkable. Um, that, is, that is absurd. <laughs> this is an, an absurdity. An honest to God, genuine absurdity. Because what it means is that Eight percent of respondents to this don't know what words mean, because <laughs> you can't be both. Yeah, you can't be an atheist and also a believer in God. You've misunderstood something. Who can say? Dan? You've misunderstood the like, assignment. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's two uh, percent of people self-identifying as atheist said that they believe in God. Absolutely certain. Three percent said believe in God, fairly certain. Two percent said believe in God, not too certain or not at all certain. Uh, and then yeah, and then you got a, some stragglers who don't know or uh, yeah. Don't. The, the the headline here should be atheists made up mostly of atheists. Right. Yes. Yes. The largest, by far the largest segment of atheists is are, a, atheists. are atheists, with a few people who aren't, and that's <laughs> scary to me. That's a little alarming. <laughs> oh, my that's God. Amazing. All that's amazing. Right. Uh, that's goofy. All and, right. and then, Frank, you wanted to talk about something. Well, I went a different direction with this whole thing. Okay. Uh, I was like, well, it's the 300th episode. Yeah. Uh, so what else is there 300 of in you've, the world? You've, you, you narrowed in on the number. Yeah. Yeah. You, you decided well, that 300 what, was what we well, were going to go with. What other things have achieved 300? Scottish Spartans. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so I was not the first person to come up with this idea after I did some searching. Uh, the Telegraph, uh, some columnists on the Telegraph, uh, or at the Telegraph, whatever, um, did this sort of same thing in honor of their 300th column. Oh, okay. And so I'm just going to rip it hey, off wholesale. We just did. We didn't do any heavy lifting on this <laughs> at all. Good, good. Uh, We're just ripping them off. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, okay. So apparently there are more than th- there. There are 300 different products that can be made from peanuts. Oh, peanuts, Dan, including cheese, sure, milk, oh, coffee, yeah, okay. peanut coffee, okay, I have never heard of that. It's, it's like Flour, or something. Ink, plastics, wood stain. I'm just going to point out. I glossed right over the fact that you said cheese at the beginning of yes. That. I don't think you can make cheese out of peanuts. No, you can. You can. I don't think that's true. Uh, George Washington Carver uh, probably prove you wrong if you have something um, that you're calling cheese and it's made out of peanuts shame on you what about linoleum oh yeah. that you can make out of peanuts uh cosmetics okay uh let's see there you know what else you can make out of peanuts what peanuts they're delicious no, no, no. peanut butter yeah peanut butter uh during the course of a year a single chimpanzee <laughs> will eat from as many 
as 300 different species of plants. What? A very diverse diet. That's good, good for you. Chimpanzees. Chimp, a single chimp. But let's be honest. It's that one chimp, and he's very adventurous. Yeah. Dan, we're going to play a guessing game with this one. Okay. How many donkeys okay, uh-huh. were milked every day to fill Nero's wife's bath? Well, okay, let me think here. <laughs> this, bath is probably about you know, four feet to six feet wide, long, yeah. and like two, How much do you get from a donkey? Wide, and I'm, uh, yeah, how much does a young donkey yield? How milk? much you have to get milk? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 300? Oh, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, donkey milk. Don- First of all, <laughs> I just... Donkey milk. Wait, who is bathing in donkey milk? Nero, the Roman emperor Nero. Sure, sure. His wife... Just oh. every day needed to take a bath in donkey milk. You know why? Because he was taking all those fiddle lessons. Uh, they were quite the pair. And those, that <laughs> takes up, that's, it's, it's annoying. All right, here's some more. A hedgehog's heart beats 300 times a minute. Uh, Whoa. The, uh, let's see. Calm down, hedgehogs. Jeez. Britain has up to 300 earthquakes a year. Whoa. And here's a fun one. Okay. John Steinbeck used 300 pencils. To write East of Eden. Wow. And the rest of these, it just keeps Anybody, going, 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 going. I, maybe I should write my next novel longhand. It yeah. Would, it, would feel, it would feel like quite an accomplishment. And I'll keep the, the, the pen slash pencils that I use. Just sort of set those. So, so well, that, hopefully you're using up these pencils. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you use them up and then you keep the nubbin so that you can count them at the end. <laughs> uh, like Steinbeck. And it then it'd be like... 307, Steinbeck. Take that, bitch. What's up? Yeah. Johnny boy. Yeah. Um, Let's see your Grapes of Wrath now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably where the similarities... Between me and Steinbeck? Between- <laughs> pencil use? The numbers of pencils used. <laughs> you don't know. I could write the next great American novel. You don't know. Okay. Uh, it, it may happen. Okay. Yeah. West of Eden. Yeah, exactly. And uh north by northwest of Eden. The 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 pickles of wrath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. Wrath wrath can be de- just delightful. <laughs> it's it's a nice it's a ni- it's it's mostly fruits and vegetables. Yeah, there you go. Um yeah. Well, kids, uh, thanks for joining us for our 300th episode and our f- inaugural and uh, possi- wildly successful, possibly a little, a little <laughs> less than uh, than triumphant first uh, video. Uh, but it's good. It'll get better. We're doing it. You know, you don't want to start at the top. No. And this we can most assuredly say we can, that we've set the bar low enough that we can build from here. That, that, that we can only improve. But it looks. Look, look at our set. The set's nice. So beautiful. Set is, this, no, the set's lovely. Yeah. Um, the set's been here for a little while. Well, there was a flood, and we had yeah. to un, we had to unbuild the set, and yeah. then. Uh, well, that's true. And then we that's had true. to like. I guess it's it's been only partially here for. A, yeah, a little while. The anyways, chairs. We've been using the chairs. We've for been a using while. the chairs for a while. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey. Uh, uh, if, if you'd you like if to, you want to write into it, I've forgotten how to do our show now. If you want to write into us, you can do so podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. That's right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And, and uh, yeah, click that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Yep. Request to join. It is a closed group, but... We let you in. We'll probably let you in. We'll let you in. Uh, answer, answer the question. That's how and then we'll let you, let you in. It, it asks you a question. You just answer that, and then we let you in. Uh, hey, we want We got a lot of people to thank. I want to thank Andrea first for her help with this set. Absolutely. And, Thanks, Andrea. And uh, Kate uh, for her help with Oh, helping with rebuild. set it up tomorrow or yesterday. Yeah, yeah with yeah. the rebuild. Okay. Uh, I w- thanks to uh, Mackenzie for the use uh, or for the for all of her hard work on Facebook. And to Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their moderation of the Facebook of, of the Members Only Lounge group. And thank you, of course, goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And Gordon Johnston 
for the use of his music. Thanks again to all of our patrons. Uh, if you want to become one of them, if you want to help make sure that we do better on the video and that we keep this all up, you can go to patreon.com slash t... No, just go to our... Don't go to Patreon. Go to thankgodimatheist.com. Uh, and then you can click on the Patreon button, and that'll that'll help you with that. Okay, well, thanks, everyone, for listening and watching. And watching, and uh, have a great week. Uh, good luck to you if you're in Texas. We love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>